We got John back on hold. Now we got Thomas. All right, Thomas, what's up? Yeah, I just want to say this. Like, the whole issue with Jackson and the state of Mississippi is that it's, it's, it's economics, you know. This thing is not necessarily about water and all this. It's about money. This this is a money issue. There's maybe a money war going on. So people need to pay attention to that. That's why I always advocate for them to lift up the wages, the, the minimum wage in Mississippi. But that's what it's all about, is the poor versus the well-off. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's still got to be poor people, though. I mean, like, I don't, I don't mean that, but there's still got to be people that do the that do entry level jobs, and entry level jobs can't pay what upper level jobs pay and mid level jobs. And there has to be reason to work hard to get promoted to make more money, or you, everybody can just be entry level job people, and then nobody does the upper level jobs. There, there's always going to be bottom feeders, and I don't mean that as an insult. It just is what it is. There's always going to be entry level jobs. Period. But that's that's the type of system that we employ. And because of racism, it always always get pushed over to the blacks. But well, how did anything get done? This, this, how did anything get done before black people? Then, if it's always about racism, it, it was always about black people. No, it was we not. Slaves that they had black slaves that did all the entry level things that built America. When America first was founded. Okay, so what I'm America saying was this, built and discovered by Christopher Columbus and other great men from England. Yeah, sure, but that's not what I'm trying to point. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to talk about that because that's a whole other. That don't fit the narrative. Like, there was slavery, and there were African slaves that did all the bottom feeding work. Okay, that's a fact. So what I'm saying is this: it's that it's the mindset of the black community to say, "Well, we're not going to be bottom feed. We're not going to do your." dirty work or your bottom feeding work or your entry work change the mindset and that's what needs to occur with black people and we need to uh go against the system as far as like i'm not going to work for um waste management i'm going to go to school and give me an education or i'm going to start my own black owned business and paint it with big letters say black owned well, look that's at what that. needs to occur black people need to get their own business and name them black owned business and there we go. It's our own economy. Well, let, let me Do say our this. Own thing and separate hey. from and separate from this Mississippi racial system. And then you have people like the lady just got off the line who's black and married to a white man and thinks she's something, and she better shut up because she ain't nothing but a sambo at that point. I don't think Miss Sylvia is married to a white man. She she has stated several times she married to a white man. That's the only reason she talked like that because that white man got her doing it. I thought that was Lacey. And she probably ugly. That's why she with a white man anyway. Look, y'all tried this whole black economy thing in Jackson. I don't think it's working too well. That's because we don't have enough participants. Like, a lot of people stuck on you you guys' system. Thambos. I don't think either economy, I don't think an all-white or an all-black economy works well. sweeter than the black man. They don't believe in themselves. Because you have torn them down to nothing in the state of Mississippi, make them, and they don't know who they are. You can start have your own business. Need to have financial literacy. Invest in the stock market, black folks, and get your money up and get away from these white crackers in Mississippi because they don't like you anyway. Thank you, Thomas. That's a lot to digest. Uh, John, stay on hold. 
We're going to come to you on the other side of the break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The train is completely off the tracks this morning. It is Friday, and we'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. We're going to have some tough conversations today. I'm working my way to them. Trust me. Uh, This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Watchman Security Services. WatchmanSecure.com. Local and family-owned for 35 years right here in central Mississippi. Watchman Security was founded in 1987 by retired police officer Eric Knight. After spending 10 years in the business, he decided to open up his own business, which is Watchman Security Services. They're an official Alarm.com service provider for over 15 years. They offer indoor and outdoor cameras, security systems, gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more. They offer residential and commercial service. So give them a call. My buddy Nathan Knight is the son of the founder. They, it's a true family-owned business. And uh, that's what we love to support here at WYAB. I know you listeners get out there and support it. I was with my buddy uh, Justin that owns A1 Gear and Auto the other day. And he's like, man, I already, he's only been on the show a couple of days. He's like, I already had somebody call in and said, man, um, I support WYAB businesses. And uh, I was getting ready to let somebody else do this gear work. But now I'm bringing it to you. He was like, man, I was just blown away. I heard it was like that, but I didn't really know. So they experienced experience the support you guys give out. And I, I hope you will do the same for our friends over at Watchman Security. And I'm going to tell you, if you live anywhere near in or around Jackson, Mississippi, and you don't have some security system stuff going on, some cameras, some alarms, and I'm going to tell you, think about this on the cameras. And I got Thomas on hold. Think about this on the cameras. You live in Jackson, Mississippi. Let me paint a quick picture for you. Um, you're a conservative. Or it doesn't even matter. Let's take the politics out of it. You're a good, God-fearing homeowner, renter, whatever, citizen, good citizen. You ain't out there breaking the laws. You ain't robbing, stealing, killing, drug dealing. You're in your home, and there's some thug that wants to get in your home because they want what you earned for free because they don't want to work for it. And you have to eliminate one of these pieces of human feces. And, you know, you get a George Soros backed DA like a Jody Owens that says, well, hey, man, you can't kill our criminals in Jackson, Mississippi. We love our criminals. You cannot be shooting them inside your, I don't matter what they were doing. These are good upstanding criminals and we need them next election cycle. So you're going to need some cameras up to prove what popped off in your house or on your property when you have to eliminate a thug. Contact my friends at watchmansecure.com. Let them protect you from not just the criminals, but from the criminal justice system in Hines County. Little word to the wise there. Highly recommend it. Sometimes you got to protect yourself from more than just the criminal. You got to protect yourself from the criminal justice system. All right. Speaking of criminals, we've got Thomas on the Matt Kike of Flowwood phone line. Good morning, Thomas. Well, if if I'm a criminal, I guess Cindy Hyatt Smith a criminal too because you know, she set the price. She 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 made sure the price of what needs to be fixed was you know given correctly. She said two billion dollars. Did you see that? No. No. Okay. Well, Cindy Hyatt Smith, she's a Republican. A lot of people think she's racist, but she did do a great thing by you know being concerned about the water crisis in Jackson. And she she also stated that it is a cost of two billion dollars that needs. That's needed to repair it correctly. Okay. 
because you were saying last week, I think Friday or Thursday, it don't cost two billion dollars. No, I was referring to the water tra- treatment facilities not going to cost a billion dollars. The billion dollars comes into if they start ripping up infrastructure and replacing Correct. water mains. That's, that, that's where the billion. Yeah, I was that, clear. That, that's what needs to be done. You should advocate for that. No, 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 no. I mean, I know because you racist, because you're a racist, I, and that's what I mainly call in about. This is a racial issue because, like they said, and the whole world agrees that it is a racial issue. The whole world so is wrong. Number, as well as that last caller, everybody in the United States is declaring that this is a racial issue because it is. No, no, the whole world if is you not. Listen to, if you listen to a lot of long-time politicians that have been dealing with this issue, dealing with Jackson, Dealing with Mississippi, they'll let you know it's a racial issue. No, we've actually got an article from the Wall Street Journal. Even the Wall Street Journal has called this out. No, no, everybody calling it out. Even your local politicians. As Democrat incompetence. Local state senators, state representatives, all these people are calling it out as a racial issue. No, this is a racial not. issue. Don't play, Clay. I, I I don't play no games. I dropped out of school because they I had recess. I don't play because you spur, you spurring lies trying to say it's not a racial issue. It is a racial issue. Well, racial in the sense that the black Democrats who have been running this place racist. screwed it up. Mississippi is forever racist. Y'all do not like black people at all. I love black people. No, no you don't, Clay. Stop, friend. I watched a movie that reminded me of you. You one of them white guy probably used to go to school with black kids. Now you don't like black people no more because somebody probably beat you up or something. I don't know what happened to you. You know, I was actually telling a buddy of mine. He was putting you, his, you, he, he was putting his kid on a school bus. Person, he was putting his kid and, on a school bus this morning, and I told him about a story when I was going to Whitten Junior High about when I rode a school bus, and uh, I did. I got jumped by like three or four black guys just because I had long hair, and um, on the school bus, I ain't never forgot it. I'm holding a grudge now. I'm the bully. I guess so. That's what you act like because you know that Mississippi is full of a whole bunch of racial issues. It's so much racism going on in Mississippi, and, so, and they they try to cover it up with a lot of money. You know, you got Democrats, you got a Democrat president giving the Republican state money. They ain't giving them no money. The Where that money? They taking the money and, and giving it to their their uh, community instead of putting it in the Democratic community. The Democratic community? Oh, I thought this was a democracy. Isn't it all? Uh, evidently, it's not. Evidently, the Republic of Mississippi got caught with their paying down. Now you got to fix it. The whole world seen y'all messed up. You messed up. You played out on racist game all through Haley Barber, all through uh, uh, Haley Barber and his man, what the last governor name was? The great Phil Burnt? Feel brain played out on racist politics. Now all that stuff catching up with you guys. Look, we I, sat there and watched you guys be racist, and we don't know what. Uh, and and you, you name April Confederate Heritage Month. All that crap is catching up with you guys. Kevin, you Kevin texted Month, you should have been fixing Jackson Water issue then. Kevin texted in on the Guns and Gear text line and says, "Tell Thomas to stop eating bowls of stupid every morning." Like I said, when when I think it was Phil Brown declared April Confederate Heritage Month, he should have been trying to declare Jackson water crisis and get that fixed. Jackson should have fixed their own water. It shouldn't have never got to this. Obviously, obviously, you you you're not gonna be able to fix it if the state is not helping you. I mean, Jackson messed it up. 
But I mean, look at the no, look at no, the semen was, sign. Minute, it was messed up. If you go back and look at the history, it was messed up in 1979, sir. Water is a city utility, not a state utility. It, it, it listen. In 1979, it was messed up then. That's when they built the new. That's when they built the new uh the water plant. I'm just saying it was messed up. The water that's been having the water since 79. Well, there was there was the Great Easter Flood of 79. There was a lot of things that that that, that occurred back then that need to be fixed. It should have been fixed a long time ago. I was born in 77. Right. And so Jackson had a, a, a water issue back then. I don't think so. I drank a lot of Jackson water through the 70s and 80s. It doesn't matter, Clay. The white people of, of Mississippi need to stop being racist and help because you look stupid on an international and a national scale. You look racist and you look stupid. I'm the That's only person here. Smith came out and said what she said. There's a great lady, and I tip my hat out to a salute to Cindy Hyatt-Smith because it take a white woman to fix what you white boys don't want to do. Or to, mix with, to mix what them black Democrats messed up is what I'm you mean to say? Cindy Hyatt-Smith is a good woman, hands down. Have a great I, day. I'm going to save that audio clip right there. Whew. I, mean, I, I tell you what, I, I had this earmark to talk about on another part of the show. Because I wanted to lead up to it talking about what was going on in Memphis. But I'm going to just tease it now. There ain't a more racist place on the earth than a majority black Democrat city. Those are the most racist places on earth. Majority black Democrat cities like Jackson, Mississippi, Atlanta, Memphis, places of that nature. It is just open racism accepted against any other culture race, whatever, try being white, Asian, uh, Middle Eastern, any of those other uh, race groups inside a black Democrat city. Try doing business in them. They are the most overtly racist bunch of folks you will ever, ever attempt to break bread with. That's fat, Jack. I don't care who I make mad with that. Do not care. But meanwhile, anybody, black, white, blue, green, Asian, Hispanic, whatever, can come over into somewhere like Rankin and Madison County and is welcome with open arms as long as you act right. All right, I think we got Sylvia on hold maybe here. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, how's it going? This is Jason, bud. Hey, Jason. Sorry, not Sylvia. All right. Oh, you're fine, man. Uh, look, if Jackson is so racist and Mississippi is so racist, Thomas, I know you're still listening. Why are you still here? Look, if I'm getting beat every day somewhere, I'm going to try my best to leave. So if it's so racist, if it's so horrible here, next time Thomas calls, ask him where can he go that's going to be better than Jackson because wherever he can go is where he needs to go. Well, I have a sneaking suspicion that Thomas don't even live in Jackson. That's just my opinion. You there? All right, so let's go back here. Lost that one. Hey, Derek, you there? Hey, hey listen. Um, hey, Thomas, are you talking about the same Sydney Hyde-Smith that was wearing that you guys complained about wearing a Confederate uniform? Is that Sydney Hyde-Smith? And talking about lynchings? Yeah, and talking about lynchings, but yet you, you know, you, you just made yourself like a hypocrite. First, you, you, you took a shot at Confederate Heritage Day, which I have no problem with. Yeah, celebrate Heritage then, with the same breath, you glorify the person who celebrates that by putting on a uniform. Yeah. 
I mean, look, I'm going to clip that audio of him calling her a great woman out, and it will be, it will be used across this and other shows, I'm sure, for the, for, for the remainder of eternity. I know we're short for time. Let me say this real quick. Okay, listen. Give me some examples of overt racism, and I will fight it for you. But this pseudo, um, nonviolent MLK teaching racism type of stuff that you try to do, hey, hey, thank your people for that, man. They don't want to say it be nonviolent, and, and which has produced a bunch of meek and mild people. But when you read the book Blacks and Guns, you'll understand what that whole nonviolent movement, who was really over there, that was a CIA coin out. Yep. That's what it really was. There, my- I got I to take this break, brother. I'm sorry. Appreciate you. Uh-huh. All right, we'll be right back on the other side of this break on 103.9 WYAB. All right, I know we couldn't talk about race for long without Thomas calling in. Thomas, good morning. Facts. Facts, sir. Facts. Because you guys are nothing but liars. Well, that guy, I think his name was Derek, he, he say that he got some Scotland in his blood. No, he does. He's still black. You still consider him as a black person. Like I told you yesterday, that a black man can, you know, procreate with any female on the earth, and the child gonna come out black, considered black, not white, not Chinese, or anything like that, will be considered black. And I also want to call kind of correct you guys about racism. Racism is is, is here. It, it started by uh, white people, Democrats in America. We talking about American racism. And it's here, and reparations will be a great thing for slavery, okay? And as far as Don Lemon's situation is concerned, I'm not quite sure what it was all about. I guess it's about Queen Elizabeth and all those people over there. Those people over there was, were, were, were very vicious towards, I think, Africa and African people. Those people... Uh, I think they, they they got rich off other people, African people and other people, you know, keeping them down. I think it's called colonization or something they was doing over there. I didn't know anything about it until here recently. And it makes sense. And to say that Africans, they want kings and queens, that's a lie. Because think about it. How could uh, Queen Elizabeth and, and all them be queens and they all the people on earth claiming that, you know. I don't see white people in America talking about they kings and queens. They stole that type of lifestyle from Africa. They stole everything from Africa. Her daddy did. You got to look at the history. Because I've been watching it. I've been watching the history of that. So, were y'all kings? I think they they were like in Egypt. You had King Tut and and, uh, and and that type of stuff. Huh? I'm just listening to you. Yeah, they had like King Tut and those type of people in Africa. You know, long, 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 long time. Ago. Well, I mean, I, long, I know long the, time ago. I know there was kings, so, but when but uh, when the welfare queens calls her little man, her little king, do you think they have any lineage? Do you think somebody that's on welfare should be calling their kid their kid their king? I have no comment on that, but I'm, I'm coming on what I'm coming to. I'm talking about this racism. You know, there is in Mississippi racism. That's why Mississippi poor. And, you know, when you're a racist, most racist, you know, most racist white people are poor. Let's just be real. And it's the racism 
Well, I thought, but I thought to be racist, you had to. I thought to be racist, you had to be able to control stuff. That's like the thing of racism is you had to be able to oppress somebody. No, no, racist. Think about what the word racist means. Racist means that you love only your race, and if you're if you're not of your race, then you hate. No, no, I, I was told that you know you. Like David Banner said, he cannot be a racist. He could be a bigot, but to be a racist, you have to be able to control or prevent somebody from getting anything. You know, I know Clay Edwards can't stop or prevent anybody from doing anything. I can't even keep my social media from getting deleted because of angry, because well, of angry racist. You got white privilege. What is that? No, I don't know. No, yeah, white yeah, privilege. That is a myth. Because you a high school dropout, yet still that worked you his are butt off to white people, though. You know, a black man can't be influential unless he got this, that, and the third in education. What? You influence your race, and you you a high school dropout. Why can't black they're folks influence their race? They're called white privilege. Say you from the trailer park, you from the other side of the track. A lot of white folks don't even like you. I ain't from a trailer park. I'm not going to say a lot of white people don't like you. Well, good for them. I don't like them. I'm just letting you know. So I'm not I, for you to have a radio. We station, don't have like some kind of super secret white people handshake. Doing great, uh, and people listening to you, people following you, Clay Elvis, whatever. Think about what type of white people listen to you. Poor, racist white folks. Good God fearing folks. You you ain't got no white people that that are fluent listening to you and 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 and, and, and dealing with you. I know multiple millionaires that listen to the show. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and more, more, more than likely, they got a Confederate flag tattooed on them somewhere. Oh, you are delusional. Goodbye, Thomas. Okay, Bye. Hey, Collie, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. I, I wanted to refute something he said real quick. You said kings and queens in, in, in um, Egypt, right? That's always the narrative about the, Egypt, the Egyptian kings and things like that. But how can you be a king... Right, and being then being enslaved, that meant that your own your own ethnic people went to war with you, and you lost, and they sold you into slavery. As a matter of fact, um, uh, Queen uh, Victoria took in an African um, princess who was conquered by another African tribe, and she found it appalling that the king of that tribe was enslaving his own another member of the royalty, and she had that child brought to Great Britain and raised her up as her own, which which um, brought out the line of uh, Queen Charlotte and the rest of them. That's why they didn't have a big deal about it. They didn't make a big deal about Meghan and Harry getting married because they know their lineage. So I'm, I'm refuting what you said. One of the things the king had against the, the colonies is that they were still important slaves. And Britain had freed, had stopped doing that practice way before the uh, Revolutionary War. That's a fact. And also, you question my Scott Irish heritage. Well, first of all, sir, let me school you on something. The Scottish and the Irish were the first slaves brought to America, and they intermingled with the um, the um, slaves from the African continent. They always have. This is why you always hear me say that the Free State of Jones, the story of Newton Knight, should be required reading in Mississippi schools because of ignorance like that. Yep. Appreciate it, Derek. Thank you for uh, setting it straight for us. And that's what the real St. Patrick's Day is about, by the way. He was one of those slaves who escaped. Um, he was a, a, a Welsh Moor is what he was. He escaped um, and that was getting ready to be shipped to the New World because the port they would go to was Ireland. And he escaped, went to and became a Catholic saint and spoke out 
against um, slavery in, in the Europe and the New World, which we, he would be known as the first abolitionist. That's what St. Patrick's Day is really all about. And having Scott Irish roots, I celebrate the real St. Patrick's Day, not just dressing up green and getting drunk and barfing all over the place. Well, that's my favorite one. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it was mine too. I kid, but I kid. My grandfather has that roots. I was taught the proper history of it, sir. My blood type is AB positive. My sister's AB negative. Those are European blood types. Yep. All right, brother. Have at it. Uh-huh. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> I love getting Derek fired up on history because Derek knows his history. He speaks from the truth. That's why he's awake, not woke. Let's take one more phone call before the break. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, listen, I hadn't been listening to this show long, you know, maybe a month, but it ain't taking long for me to realize that Thomas guy, he's the biggest racist caller you got. And oh. he wants to get on here and call everybody a racist. He has no history on where slavery has was begun. And the reason why there is slavery in the United States is for people like him still living in the past. And every time he calls in, he just makes himself look like a bigger ass every time. Thank you. Yes, sir. See, Thomas, even new listeners know you wrong. Welcome to the Clay Edwards Show, my friend. Thank you for listening, by the way. We appreciate you. If you made it a month, I think we got you. I think we got you hooked. Appreciate you calling in to the Mack Hiker Flowwood phone line. All right, let's take our last break of the day. It's a one-hour show. We'll come back. We'll land the plane. I, I do have some thoughts on the um, Jackson lawsuit over the water stuff. And uh, we kind of got a little sidetracked there in that last segment. But we'll hit that when we get back here on the Clay Edwards. We got a Thomas on the Mack Hiker Flowwood phone line. Thomas, enlighten us. You're on there. Hello? Uh, Clay. Yes. <sighs> Man, I was on a talking to, you know, black people on the internet, you know, in a, uh, what's called a webinar or whatever. And they were talking about these issues and the issues of black people in America since slavery and up to now that we're going through now. And black people have a struggle on their hands. You know what I mean? And I'm getting to the point where what people like you and all those people you just got to talking about are saying that you want black people not to act black anymore. Is that what you're insinuating, Clay? Well, define what acting black is. Mm, pretty much how black people have been acting ever since they came over on the boat. Well, if, if if we're talking about the bad behavior going on in Jackson, I would if like to, want, if, if that's acting black, I would like them to stop acting black. Part, this is what it's all about. If you want me to be a Republican voter, you ain't going to take my blackness from me. I don't Number want you, nobody one. wants you your blackness. That, buddy. You can counter that. This is an I'm anti-cancel culture black. show. I ain't like him, way. I'm going to always be black now. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you're not going to try to correct black people's behavior issues. You're not going to take black. You ain't going to take my black walk from me, man. And I got a pimp walk, too. Okay, it ain't about a pimp walk. I'm always be black, even in your eye. I think I through reading something like that on the internet, and I was finna send it to you. Uh, let, matter of fact, let me say it, say it online to, to get the correct. Let me say it on the air, right? Quick. Let me go back to it. It says your effort would never matter to a person who doesn't care about you anyway. That's what I'm trying. Now I've been trying to tell y'all. I don't care what black people do. You'll never like black people. You're a racist. I love black people. If black people did, if, if, they, if they put the guns down in Jackson today, 
you still got something to say. That's what I'm talking about. That's what pissed me off. But they're not going to put the it's guns down. black people in Jackson. It's for educated black people in Jackson. Black people in Jackson don't but love each other. you don't give a fuck about them. Mm. you don't give a fuck about black people. Well, we'll, ha- we'll have to end it on that note. Breaking rules when necessary. I even got it on the back of my shirt this morning. Hey, this segment is going to be brought to you by Watchman Security Services. That's right. You can shop them online. Check them out online at watchmansecure.com. Located, family-owned and located right there in Pearl, Mississippi for 35 years. Founded in 1987 by retired police officer Eric Knight. Look, if you need indoor, outdoor cameras, they got them. If you need security systems, they got them. Gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more. WatchmanSecure.com. Watchman Security Services. Give them a call, 601 955 9952 for all of your residential and commercial uh, security services. They got it. Hey, they're also an alarm.com service provider for over 15 years and counting. And hey, look, man, I know there's a lot of stuff going on about uh, smart thermostats and this, that, and the other. As long as you don't sign up for those uh, energy rebate uh, stuff where they have control of your smart thermostat, you have nothing to worry about. So get you a smart thermostat. Be able to control all it, be able to control your entire house from your phone, especially here in Mississippi. Like I'll leave my air on 73 when I leave the house and it, it may get up to 90 degrees on, in, in a, on a nice January day. Like, man, I wish I had my air on or vice versa. Like, man, let me cool it off some before I get home and pull up the phone, pull up the app. Boom. Have it nice, cool or warm, whatever your preference is when you get home. Be able to watch, uh, you know, if you got dog cameras, you want to see what your dogs are doing in the house like I need to be doing, watchmansecure.com. All kind of great, uh, useful options there. So check them out on, online, watchmansecure.com. All right. He is back from the dead. He has arisen. This is Thomas on the Mac Hiker Flow with phone line. Good morning, Thomas. We had a funeral for you and everything. Good morning. When did you have that? Well, uh, online. Oh, okay. On, oh, the, well, on well, the podcast. Right. On the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I thought you died of a massive heart attack the other day when you called in. You you were stroking out. Well, Claire, today I'm calling about the mask situation that you were talking about. If people want to wear, still wear the mask to feel protected, then let them do that. Don't 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 say they shouldn't do that as far as they may have health issues, you know? They have mental health issues. I don't think it's mental. I think COVID's still out there. It's probably not as bad as it was. But you still may need to wear a mask if that's what you want to do. Because I think COVID's still out there a little bit or whatever. And nothing wrong with wearing a mask. Well, COVID's still out there, but the the mask don't stop it. But let's 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 not let's not rewind too much on that. We can agree to disagree. What else you got? Let's say the mask. I think the mask does. Protect. It protects, gives you some type of protection. Because I know a few older people that are sick and, you know, they really don't want people around them unless they have a mask on. Well, they gotta, they it seems like to me everybody that wears a mask are the first people that seem to get sick the most. It's really strange how that worked. I know, but pe- people, the mask, if you ask me, it, it, it is some protection. Now, I, and a lot of y'all stink anyway. You know, you smell like wet dogs, so... I don't want to smell you. 
Better than cocoa butter. Man, you help with that. I remember when I was in Walmart, a white lady passed gas and went on the other aisle, and the whole aisle smelled like burnt eggs. But tell me this. Okay, so with that being said, I was glad I had the mask on because it eliminated the smell a little bit. And that was, I think that was at the uh, Walmart in Richland. Let's talk about this white people smelling like wet dogs. Cause I've heard this for years. Uh, so do we do we just smell like wet dogs to black people when we're wet, or just all the time? All the time. I went I went to this place probably about three years ago. Actually, I was doing some work at this place where a lot of white people were. They they, they were there prior to me getting there, and they had had some type of event. And it wasn't an event where they were dressed up, so it was an event where they were, you know, doing whatever white people do, get wild a little bit. And it smelled like a pack of German shepherds had been in there. Were they line really dancing? I, it wasn't a dance. It was like an event. You know how y'all do those different... Uh, Galas? Whatever you have. You know, whatever y'all do. And I had went there after it was over with to do some work or whatever, and it smelled like a pack of German shepherds. Now I almost vomited it. And I actually left early... And decide not to come back. I'm going to have to see some scientific studies on this. Because it smells horrible. It smells like a pack of German Shepherds. German Shepherds everywhere. It smells like at least about 18 German Shepherds in there all day. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So the mask at least cut down on the smell of people, you know. Nobody want to smell nobody stinking. Let's see here. You're getting some text on the Guns and Gear text line. Let's see if anybody is... Coming in, nothing yet, nothing yet. Okay, so go ahead, continue. Yeah. What what so, else you got? So my thing is just let people wear the mask. Now I think it's stupid when they wear them in vehicles. You you shouldn't drive with a mask on. I think that's stupid as hell. I I would agree. All right, y'all have a good. One. All right. So for you that um don't live on the uh, internet like a lot of us do, there's this urban legend that's been going around for years now that white people smell like wet dogs to black people. Now, look, the jokes write themselves. I think y'all get the gist of it there. Apparently, they have very good noses, and their animal instincts have us smelling like dogs. Uh, Let's see here. Rick, I mean, Roger says, I would much rather see a woman place a birth baby in one of those drop boxes than to abort another child. Just another excuse for Thomas to go home early and not work. Yep, that was on the Guns and Gear text line from Roger. Let's see here. I'm not sure who this is from, but they said, yes, hospitals definitely need to drop it. Uh, I work at one, and non-vax folks have to wear them all the time. Talking about the mask mandates. says, I work with stinky patients all day, and the mask does not help hide the smell. Boom, there you go, Thomas. Wrong again. Sylvia texts in. Miss Sylvia uh, says, Thomas is stupid. Yes, we can agree on that. That is for sure. Um, we got somebody says they're uh says they're dying in their car, laughing about the jerk smelling like wet German shepherds. Uh, Kevin says, just a reminder, Thomas, today is Toothless Tuesday at uh, the Richland Walmart. <laughs> hey, leave my Richland folks alone. Let's see. Somebody says he is so ignorant. He said it. He said he said it smelled a little bit. Yet you still smelled the fart. <laughs> oh man, off the tracks here. I tell you what. Look, let's uh, let's take a break and come back. I tell you what. Here we got. We'll, we'll take Derek's call first on the Matt Kaika Flowwood phone line. Hey, hey Derek, you're on the air, brother. 
Hey, real quick, I just wanted to debunk that whole thing that masks cut down the, the, the cut down smells and scents. Because even as a veteran law enforcement officer, when we would go to a scene where there's a dead body, we would wear a dust mask um, with a whole bunch of Vic salve in it or Vic salve on your tongue to cut down the smell of a of a dead human being. So he doesn't know what the devil he's talking about. Those masks do not cut down odor. Of course they don't. I mean, the fact that, you know, frankly, it makes the whole argument against the mask for you. Because if it if you can still smell the fart through the mask, then it ain't stopping COVID. No. And, you know, furthermore, people look ridiculous now with all these masks on. Some of them look like, look like um, bird, bird snouts, bird beaks. <laughs> oh, Put those things on. Man, look, and, they, look, they, they look like those plague masks. Yeah. All bedazzled and, like, and stuff. And when a person walks in my office or walk, walks to me trying to talk to me, I'm like, really with the mask? Really? I can't understand a word you said. And I said either you, either you email me, write it down, or something. But don't come talk to me with a mask on. I can't understand a word you're saying because you look ridiculous at this point. Absolutely. All right, brother. Appreciate it, uh, Derek. Uh-huh. All right. Let's take one more call here on the Matt Kiker Flow with phone. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hey, you're on there. This is Lacey, and I just hey, want to say. That he's a freaking liar. He's a stinking black line. S-O-B. Just a stanky liar. See, he lies. He is lying. My, I, I sleep with my husband every day, every night, and, I, and I'm with him every day. And I know he don't smell like no dog. It, what it is is uh, Thomas look like a dog and smell like one. I had to say that because he pissed me off. He's an ignorant person. <laughs> thank you, Lacey. We love Idiot. you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Tell you what, I've got a I've got a caller on hold, uh, Austin Sarton. We're gonna get to him as soon as we get back from the break. Austin has set up a bunch of ice and water machines around Jackson, like vending machines. I wanna uh, talk to him about those for a minute. We'll do all that right here on the other side of the break. This is the Clay Edwards show on one oh three point nine W Y A B. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.